Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Living Color Abroad. I'm your host, Angel Rodriguez. And on this episode, you'll be listening to Harry, who is living abroad in Belgium. Now, Harry's originally from Dayton, Ohio. And on this episode, he talks to us about dating in Belgium. He mentions what he thinks is overrated, underrated, and how he, he fits in as being a black man in Belgium. And finally, he talks about what he looks forward to in his remaining time there. Hope you enjoy. This is A Living Color Abroad. All right, Harry, welcome to Living Color Abroad. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Yourself? Pretty good, pretty good. You know, here in Costa Rica, and you're in Belgium, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, Hassel, to be exact. Where is it at? That is on the western part of, uh, sorry, the eastern part of Belgium in a, in a region called Limburg. Okay, So it's Limburg. about an hour away from Brussels. Okay, oh, cool, 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 cool. All right. So, Harry, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, please. Okay. So, basically, um, I was born in New Orleans. I grew up in Dayton, Ohio, and uh, I ended up going to school in Cincinnati, Ohio, where I did uh, this thing called co-ops. And so, basically, my co-op took me on full time and a couple years into it uh i don't know there's an opportunity that basically came up for me to come work in belgium so uh i came on over and yeah i've been trying to live the life ever since live life as a belgian nice how long you been there uh it's been two years in september okay nice how old are you I am 26. All right, dope, dope, dope. So what is co-ops? Tell a little bit more about co-ops. I don't know nothing about it. Okay, so co-ops is uh, it's cooperative education. So actually it started at the University of Cincinnati. And, uh, well, essentially it's just an internship where you have to get paid, but it's also built into the curriculum. So mm. you go to school. So your first year you go to you go to your classes, and then that first summer you get your co-op or internship that's paid. And then alternate uh, between schools and work until you graduate. Very cool. That's dope. That's dope. So you went to school in Cincinnati, Ohio, and the school basically hooked this up for you. Um, they hooked me up with the with the co op opportunity. I ended up uh, turning it into a job. Oh, nice, 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 nice. And what about Dayton, Ohio? Tell me about the only person I know from Ohio that's famous is Dave Chappelle. He's from Ohio, right? Uh, yeah, you got Dave Chappelle. Come on, man. LeBron. <laughs> you got LeBron James. <laughs> That's right. LeBron from Ohio, too. That's right. I messed up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> nah, nah. Dayton's got a lot of history. Um, so, you know, the Wright brothers was there. So that's where they went to uh, build the uh, first airplane in that, in that bicycle shop before they took it out to North Carolina. So that was, uh, that was pretty big. Um, and then... There's a lot of inventors, you know, from the uh, from Dayton. So mm, okay, it's uh, it's it's got a lot of history. If um, you know, for the history buffs out there, so it's uh, nice, nice. All right, so now there you have it, guys. LeBron James and Dave Chappelle are from Ohio. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I forgot. I, I can't believe I forgot, forgot about LeBron. Right. So let's go right now to Belgium. So you go to Belgium. Why Belgium, though? Why why Belgium in particular? Um. Well. I didn't really have a choice. It was 
it was Europe opportunity. And uh, it was like, okay, do you want to go to Europe? And I'm like, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, we'll put you in Belgium. So mm. I was like, all right. Did you, know, did you know anything about Belgium beforehand? Did you do any research? Uh, so I came here, um, I want to say once before with the company. So a uh, company I work for, it's a, it, it's a smaller company, but we're global. So, mm. uh, so we have all these little offices kind of spread around the world. And uh, I do IT. So I had to fly over about once or twice. So they took me out. I, I'm, I'm, I was really... I was a bit familiar with it, you know, uh, okay. so I knew they had waffles and beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what he thinks about Belgium, right? Waffles and beer. Yeah. And did you have any, so when they told you, all right, Belgium is Europe, it is, you had no question in your mind, like, this is what I want to do. There was, you weren't like a little bit cautious, precautious about it or not? Uh, I wouldn't say that I was necessarily precautious about it. I was, I was like interested, but it was like, okay, well, you know. Ohio is kind of like my place, my home, and it was like, this would be stepping out of my comfort zone. So I was a little bit, uh, I was like, you know, asking around, so asking my friends, asking family and everything, just, you know, what do you think if uh, if I went out to Europe for, you know, X amount of years or a time period and so, and yeah, I had no objections. Everybody was like, well, what are you doing here? You need to go. <laughs> that's so interesting and do you, do you think that's because it's just like it happens to be like your family is like yo you should be doing that's a great opportunity or do you feel like it's because you're in ohio because for me in new york and like my family people were excited for me people were like yo you should go to costa rica that would be so dope to live abroad but at the same time some people were like yo you got everything you need right here in new york like why would you leave you know what i'm saying so i i wonder if it if it differs depending on where you're actually living in america what do you what do you think about that have something to do with it just a little bit it's like i said uh well my family's actually scattered across the country mm. and you know nobody's ever done this before so i was like yeah you go ahead and do this you know and then uh you know it's a great opportunity i wish i had that and so that's kind of how i mm. looked at it i was like i was like yeah you know you're right i think i do want to do this so that's such a great perspective to have and, and and i feel similar to you when i when i took this opportunity in costa rica it was all about all right this is an opportunity right like you get so many, you get X amount of opportunities in your life, right? And very few look like the ones that we have, right? Which is like, all right, you get to live abroad. <laughs> exactly, so those things exactly. don't don't come around every two years or every year, right? That might be once in a lifetime you get to do that. Like, you might live in Belgium, then go back home and always live back home. Same thing for me. Because we're going to be the only place I live and I got to go back home. That's the only place I've ever lived abroad, right? So we got to take the opportunities when they present themselves. All right. So you're in Belgium. And yeah. so what are you, what are your first impressions? So obviously you said you know about the the waffles, the beers, but what was like your first impression the moment you like land and like, oh shit, I'm in Belgium. Okay, okay, okay. So uh let me let me go ahead and throw this out there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have Brussels, right? So Brussels is a big city, it's you know, it's hip and hopping and everything and everything's going on, right? So I'm on the other side of the country where it's a bit more, you know, traditional Flemish people. Um you know, I get in, I'm a, I'm an extroverted type of guy. So, you know, when I go out, I'm like, Hey, you know, how's it doing? I got this big personality, big, you know, big, everything smile on my face. You know, I, I look at people and they're just kind of looking at me like, uh, <laughs> hi, <laughs> you know, it's a bit overwhelming. This is, it was, a, it was, a, it was a new experience because, you know, and, uh, I'm not sure if you know about, well, you don't know about Belgium, but, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of the people, they're not, they're not like super open. So they're mm. not, uh, they're not approachable. Um, unless, 
you know, just for just for small talk. So if I walk up to somebody and just say hello, you know, how's it going? It's kind of strange to them. You know, it's like, okay, do you need something? You know, just... <laughs> Can I help you? <laughs> right. <laughs> and is it not like that in Ohio? Like, is Ohio like super like friendly? Like, you just walk up to people or what? I mean, it's 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 less. Uh, well, it's more than in Belgium. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot less than in, in the, in the South, but once you're in Ohio, yeah, you approach people. I mean, they will at least smile at you. They'll say hi. You know, they, might, <laughs> they might give you that superficial shoulder or something, but, uh, but, but yeah, you come out to Belgium, it's a whole nother world. You know, it's people, you know, they're just, it, it's like a, it's like a culture shock. Basically I shocked their culture. So. <laughs> right. So do you feel like based on that, do you feel like you had to like change the way you are or like adjust to that? You're like, nah, I'm just going to keep doing this regardless if they're like uh, uneasy about this. <laughs> uh, I'll say yes and no. I'm a bit more, I'm a bit more reserved than I was, you know, prior, but, uh, I do think that, you know, there are moments where, yeah, that extrovertedness kind of helps me and, you know, that outgoing just being, you know, just being myself, it helps because, uh, as soon as like people, when they find out I'm from the States, you know, then it's like eyes on, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I get questions about how, how life is there and everything. So. Yeah. That's, isn't that, that's so interesting. So another thing I, I interviewed someone on my podcast that she was from Belgium, she's black from Belgium, but moved mm-hmm. to Australia. So she tells me that Belgium is pretty diverse. And, like, I, I don't know about you, but, like, I follow, like, football, like, soccer. And, like, I look at the national team. I'm like, yo, there's mad black players on the Belgian national team. I would have never thought that. So were you expecting, like, diversity when you went to Belgium? Like, how would you describe the diversity in Belgium? Whether where you currently live or just Belgium as a whole? Um, I would say that uh, I would also, I would agree. You know, Belgium is very diverse. Um, you know, you're going to see people from all different cultures because, what I didn't realize is, uh, so Belgium is like really good for the jobs. And so, uh, I ended up learning, so I, I learned Dutch. I learned the local language here and, uh, I took classes and, you know, you see all these different, you know, cultures of people, you know, you got Spanish people, you got people from Iran, you got people from, you know, South America, you know, they're all over Russia. And, wow. uh, yeah, they, they, the one main thing that they always say is that, you know, they came for the opportunity, you know, the better job, the better life. And so, uh, so you do see a lot of diversity and, uh, it's not like, it's not like U S diversity where, yeah, okay. You know, you go to this one city and it's like, okay, you got all these different cultures, but, Mm -hmm. uh, in Belgium, when you see these different cultures, you know, it's not, it's not just that culture, you hear the language. Mm -hmm. So you might hear a group of Italians speaking, uh, speaking Italian. You might get that Spanish group speaking Spanish, you know? So, uh, so there's different groups as well. Uh, and you can actually see it and feel it more so than I would say you would in the States. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Are you, you're fluent in Dutch now? Uh, I'm conversational. I'm conversational. So well, that's pretty good. Uh, oh, how do you say like my name is in Dutch? How would you say that? Uh, ik heet Harry, ik or you could uh, ik ik uh, ik heet ik heet Harry. Okay. Yeah. That sounds fun. Uh, you, <laughs> you could also you could also uh you know do it an easier way and just say my name is Harry. Oh, that sounds so very familiar. To- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got so, it. Got uh, it. And do they speak, I mean, I'm assuming they speak English, but like Dutch is the predominant language. And then what, like, is English conversational heard everywhere? 
So in the region that I live in, uh, Flemish or Dutch, yeah, that's the uh, that's the main language here. But you know, you're typically here uh, English if um, if people don't speak Dutch, because there's a lot of people here that don't speak it. And uh, yeah, I find that I find that the most difficult part about the language. <laughs> so mm, that's very, uh, very interesting. As soon as, they, as soon as they get that whiff that I'm from the states, or uh, you know, I, I I'm fluent in. in in English to some level they they'll flip they'll just flip immediately oh no 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 we could speak in English I'm like no I don't want to do that yeah right I want to learn (laughs) so and I I feel like that's always like the balance right because I I think people get get that whether they're living abroad or even as tourists right because you know Mm -hmm. if you're used to tourism especially and English is like the the lingua franca of the whole world right so if you're used to English being the dominant language and you know someone is struggling in your language, you might appreciate the fact that they're trying to speak your language. We're like, yo, this is just, I'm wasting my time talking to you in a language that you barely speak, but let's speak a language you both can understand each other in. But of course, someone like you that's trying to like, you know, get more immersed in this culture is like, fuck, like, nah, like, this is not going to help me. <laughs> right, right. I want them to throw me into the shark so I can swim. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to swim and fight it off so I can, you know, I can build it up and, you know, I can go around and nobody will know where I'm from. Yeah, you know, that'd so. be that'd be dope. That'd be dope. <laughs> and so let's talk about this. So you you're you are like, are you fully black? Are you mixed? How do you describe your background? So uh, I would describe myself as uh, I'm fully black. I would say so. Uh, I have I have uh, some Native American roots, and uh, I want to say I have Caucasian roots somewhere uh, further down the line. But mm. yeah, everybody. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would say I'm black. All right, so you identify as black. So. In yes. Belgium, in Belgian culture, because like, we just we just yes. said that it's diverse, right? So you see, I'm sure you see all shades in Belgium. Do you feel mm-hmm. when you see other people that are black or do you consider black, do you be like, yo, you would like if we were to walk into any spot, they would not know where we're from? Do you feel like that when you're in Belgium? Uh, if I walk into any spot and they wouldn't know where I'm from, uh, yeah, well, it's kind of difficult, yeah. I would say when I when I do walk into spots, I guess their first impression is that I'm uh, African. It's it's never it's never American. It's always mm-hmm. oh you, you're you know I'm from a I'm from a country in Africa, mm-hmm. uh, you know East Africa. So I do get that. Interesting, interesting. Because like here in Costa Rica, like nobody thinks that I'm not Costa Rican when I'm here. Mm-hmm. But the moment they hear me speak Spanish, they know that I'm not from here because the dialect is so different. So I just find it right. interesting when you when you know when you look at the physical presence of someone, right? You're being mm. black, and there's other black people in this country. Me being Latino, and there's a 99% Latinos here. Is like you can kind of you can kind of fall into certain, you know, you could you could you could mix in a little bit. But again, the moment you speak or like they have these assumptions about you, like you said, they think you're African because that's what they see there, right? Probably immigrants from Africa going to Belgium to live, right? It's like, oh, you got, you got to be African. You're not going to be American living here. So do you see a lot of, do you see a lot of other uh, African-Americans, like black Americans living in Belgium as well, like you or no? Uh, maybe if I go to like Brussels, you know, I'll run into, uh, I'll run into more Americans uh, because Brussels is technically like the capital of Europe. So mm. uh, that's where, that's where NATO is. That's where the European Union. So you're going to see a lot more international people on that side. But, you know, uh, coming over here, you know, no one expects it whatsoever because it, it's it's rare. You know, I, I don't think I've met a uh, I don't think I've met an American on this side ever. Honestly. Wow. Wow. So that's crazy. So you, you're literally like one in a million, basically. <laughs> over there. Basically, on, on, 
on this side. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like to I like to hide it, you know, when I go around and, uh, you know, so when I do speak Flemish to certain people, you know, they can never figure out my accent. So uh, if I, you know, if I if I do it really well. And so they're always like, well, where are you from? And I'm like, okay, I want you to guess. And so, you know, they're like, you know, I've never heard that accent before. So I can't, you know, I can't even, you know, I can't even say. And so I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm from America. They'd be like, oh, interesting, interesting. You speak Dutch so well. Whilst flipping back to English. And <laughs> hey, question, when they, when, when you tell, when they ask where in America, because I'm sure that's the next question, right? In America, so you say Ohio or you're like, do they know where Ohio is? Uh, yes and no. It depends on the person. So, okay. uh, typically, yeah. When, when they're like, okay, well, where are you from? I just, I just tell them Ohio. I don't, I don't give them a city. I don't give them anything. I just say Ohio. Yeah. And they're like, you know, I'll wait for them. And some <laughs> people will be like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I would wait to see what they do. So, <laughs> Got it. so yeah, I, uh, I, I wait. And then, uh, sometimes they'll be like, okay, well, where is it? And then I'll be like, oh my gosh, okay, it's, uh, you know where Chicago is, and I'll, I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to give them that, or, uh, if they know it really, really well, you know, they'll ask me the city, and so I'll be mm. like, okay, Cincinnati, I won't say Dayton, I'll just say Cincinnati, yeah. and then they'll be like, oh, I don't know where that is, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Oh, man, that's hilarious. See, for me, like, obviously, being from New York, everyone knows New York, right? So the moment they're mm-hmm. like, oh, New York, they're like, you know, they get excited first, America, then New York. But my thing always is that I don't even say the states first. I just say I'm from New yeah. York. You know what I'm saying? Like, when they ask me where yeah. I'm from, I, I'll be like, I'm from New York. Because I, I think in different countries, it's a different context, right? So, like, for in your mm-hmm. case, you being black, there's a lot of black people there, but that are from, that are coming from Africa, right? Migrants from other countries where there's black and brown people. But here in Costa Rica, right. anybody that's, like, an expat, quote-unquote expat, or migrating here, right? They're going to be Latina from, like, Honduras or somewhere else, like Panama, or they're going to be, you know, if they're expat, they're going to be from the States, right? And it depends where you're also where you're found, right? So where you right, are living, right. where you are currently living right now, where's it called again? Limburg, you said? Uh, Limburg. So it's okay. the, it's like the province. Okay. So it's on the, it's on the east side, you said, of Belgium? It's on the, it's on the east side, correct. Okay. So would you say, if you were to do like a rough estimation of like the, the breakdown of demographics, would you say is like what? What percentage is like white and what percentage everything else? What would you say? Ooh, that's that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> tough questions on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me think. Let me think. Okay, so I would I would say about um, I would say about 70 percent white, uh, white uh, Belgian, thirty five thirty percent something else. Okay, okay, and in, in in that province of Limburg. In Limburg, correct. Okay, and what would you say it is in like Brussels? Oh man. Uh man, well, that's a tough one because, you know, when we when we talk about, you know, when we talk about white, uh, you know, you got people from other countries that aren't Belgians. True. Um, like Spanish people, they they could be considered yeah. white, I guess, yeah. So, but honestly, you know, based off of uh my experience, I would say that like, you know, 30 I'd say 30% of Brussels is probably Belgian because uh you know, when I go to the city and I go there, I never find like someone who's, you know, uh, a typical Belgian. It's always, mm. oh yeah, I'm from Italy. I'm from, you know, I'm from Germany. You know, I'm from the Netherlands, yeah. something like that. So that's, that's so cool because I feel like here in Costa Rica is not like that. And I kind of miss that. So I'm going to, that's going to be my next question. So let me, let me preface it by mm-hmm. saying what I miss about New York. What I miss about New York is like the diversity, right? New York is super mm-hmm. diverse. 
and I and I could walk literally in any space, and I could see people from all over the fucking world, and I miss that. Here is yeah. not is not like that. <laughs> like here is very much predominantly Costa Ricans, you know, people that have Latin America, and then you have your group of American expats, which are predominantly white, right? So you don't have like this right. huge like diversity group of people here living in Costa Rica. So I miss that kind of part of like, because like you, I'm an extrovert, and I like meeting mm-hmm. different people. But and not to say that I want that I don't want to meet Costa Ricans. What I'm saying is I just miss the fact that I could talk to anybody, and they could be from anywhere around the country in the U.S. or anywhere around the world, right? If they like, you know, yeah. moved. So do you? What do you miss? You living in Belgium? Is there anything that you miss back from the states in general or Ohio that you feel like you're not getting in Belgium right now? Um, I would say the thing that I miss the most is probably. Uh, you know, speaking, I, I say speaking English, like, in a comfortable manner and how I like to speak it. You know, I use, a, I use a lot of slang and, you know, I use a lot of terms that a lot of people aren't familiar with. So, uh, you know, I have to really simplify my English when I speak to these, uh, when I speak to the locals or just foreigners in general. Because mm. I, I like to, I like to call what we have. Uh, so we speak, so everybody speaks English, but I I'd say that we all speak American. If you come from America, you speak American. <laughs> right. And so so you gotta dumb down so you gotta dumb it down just a little bit just so that just so that they understand it because, you know, it, it's not funny if you you know, you, you deliver a line and then it's like what, what? You gotta repeat it. So <laughs> So yeah, I, I, I just wanna make sure that it's, you know, hook line sinkered, it was delivered, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you, you... I like to simplify. You, you don't want, if it's something like a joke, you don't want it to fall flat, right? Like your, our American exactly. lingo, like, what what does that mean? I don't know that phrase. <laughs> oh, man. man. Yeah. <laughs> so, are, are there any, so speaking of phrases, right? Because Americans, have, we have so many freaking phrases. And depending on where you are in the country, you know, those phrases differ a lot. What, what, what would you say are like certain phrases or certain terms that you've learned that you found, oh, this is interesting that they that they use it. So, for example, in Australia, I learned this from this Belgian that's living in Australia. Mm-hmm. They say, I'm not here to fuck spiders. That's an actual oh, phrase they say in Australia. And that means, like, I'm not here to fuck around. Like, I'm not here to waste my time. But the fact that they say, I'm not here to fuck spiders to me is hilarious. <laughs> so is there any phrase, maybe not as vulgar as that, but is there any phrase in either Dutch or Flemish that, like, translates to English is, like, a weird kind of phrase? Do you know any? Oh, my goodness. Man, the, the entire Dutch language is full of them. Really? Uh, yes. So, uh... Tien in the hand, no, ain't in the hand, then tin in the lucht, which means, uh, so it translates to, uh, it's better to have one bird in your hand than ten in the sky. And basically what that means is it's better to have something than nothing. Wow, one bird in your hand than ten in the sky. That's, I think that could be a good American phrase. I think we should make that an American phrase. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say to somebody, and they'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're going to be like, what are you saying? Where did you learn that, you know? All right, that's a good one. Is there any other one? Is there another one you got? That's a good one. I like that one. Let me see. There's an outrageous one. Uh, it's called uh, Open Ode Feats Mucelera Rider. So it translates directly to uh, you must ride an old bike to uh, to learn to learn how to ride. So um, I want to say that it has something to do with an experience with an older woman to learn. Uh, <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like why is this a phrase so that is interesting yeah. that is all right so now uh, that's a great segue that's a great segue because <laughs> no not like related to that but <laughs> of course 
But this is a great segue in regards to like dating and stuff like that. So again, so you're mm-hmm. you're a guy, I'm a guy. So the mm-hmm. one so is interesting because you're like one of the few. For some reason, on my podcast, I mostly yeah. interview women. I like if, if, right. anyone that looks at my page, go look at it in Living Color Abroad on Instagram. If you look at the posts on my page, it's predominantly mm-hmm. women. And when there are like a few men scattered in, is when I do my solo episodes, <laughs> or like right. every so often that I have a guy on. So I start to think, I'm like, yo. Is it because, like, why is it that I'm interviewing more women than men that are living abroad? I'm like, is it possible that there's more women of color living abroad than men of color living abroad? And is it because I'm a guy and girls are more receptive to, like, whatever I message? Because I message guys as equally as I message women when I want to do the podcast, I feel. But I mostly find, like, when I do my searches on Instagram, yo, I mostly find women of color living abroad under the under the hashtag expat life, living abroad, you know, whatever, whatever abroad. Like, it's, it's rare. Yo, I'm serious. Like, I'm like, yo, I'm trying to find the dude to interview for once. <laughs> so, we need some representation. Yeah, we need to, that's what we need to represent, yo. Like, there's also guys living abroad, too. So, guys, listen, this, this part's for you. All right. So, <laughs> so Harry, so are you yes. are you single? Are you dating about them? Which situation right now? If you want to disclose that. <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a situation. I have a little situation. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say that. Hopefully she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> of course. All right, you're in a situation. All right. So is is she Belgian? Is she not? Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's Belgian. Okay. She's a, okay. She's a Belgian woman. All right. I don't want I don't want to get too much into the personal business, but this is the point of this conversation. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry for 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 prying there, but now. Nah. So again, so like I'm single here in Costa Rica, and like you know I I've been on dates here, whatever. But to me, I tell people this all the time that like you know uh talks to me about dating here it is so different for me here dating costa rica than it is in new york like it's like night and day and not in a good way <laughs> for, for, my, for myself from my own perspective because people would, you know when i moved if people tell me yo oh my god what you speak spanish you're latino and you're from america dude it's gonna be like whatever right crazy it's not been like that. <laughs> it's not been like that at all. Like, dating for me was a lot, lot better in New York than it is here. And I think about the reasons as to why that is. So now I'm going to ask you, as a guy living abroad right. in Belgium, how would you describe the dating scene in Belgium for yourself, your personality, all these things compared to back in the States? Uh, I would describe it a lot like how you just said it. It's, it's a little difficult, you know? <laughs> I thought... Cause I had I had that same thing going on. I was like, man, it's Europe. I'm about to I'm about to just conquer Europe, you know. And, and, uh, <laughs> I get here and you know I, I come in with my personality and people just looking at me like, uh, uh-uh. right? I right, get that shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and see the thing about uh, see the thing about like the European women, right? They're a lot more direct than uh, than they are in the states. Mm. So you know, uh, if you get curved, right? It's not just a. It's not just a like. Oh no, you know, I don't. I don't know. It's like they going to ignore you. They going to end the <laughs> conversation, and it's like, oh, <laughs> that was bold. Yeah, so, bold, bold, right? <laughs> Damn. So yeah, you you gotta come on your A game, man. You gotta come. You gotta come your A game in Europe. See, I, now, now that you say that, like, oh, they're more, bo- they're more bold here. I feel it's the exact opposite in Costa Rica. I feel here in Costa Rica, they're so polite here that they never want to come across as, like, being any kind of rude way. And, I, like, I've, with, like, I'm saying that in friendships and, like, dating. Like, when it comes to, like, you know, guy friends, you know, g- friends that are girls or whatever, and that are, co- that are locals, right? Like, they always yeah. want to appear in a good light. And I feel that's very problematic 
like when it comes to dating because me being from New York and the States, like I'm used to like more upfront kind of stuff, right? Like, all right, this is right. what it is. This is what, this is how you feel about it. This is how I feel. You know, but here is like, yo, like what, what's, what's going on right now? <laughs> Yeah. Like you don't got to be nice right now. If you don't, like, like, let's let's cut that out. So I would appreciate that kind of boldness, you know, of of I guess European women, like you say, or people from uh, Belgian women. So it's interesting that you say that because it's literally the exact opposite here. And to me, that's like I, I don't like that. Like I don't like that kind yeah. of way of, of being when it comes to like dating or whatever. But um, that's that's so interesting. All right, and um, yeah, that's so that's the day. I, I I can ask some more questions, but maybe I could be offline, so I don't want to put your personal business out there, but. <laughs> All right, so that <laughs> so that's dating. He's in a situation, so he he's he's taking ladies. <laughs> nah, but uh, but yeah, I mean that's cool. All right, so that's the dating part of Belgium. All right, so la- this is the last segment uh, of the podcast. So some lightning round questions about Belgium, and you just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. What is no the most overrated thing about Belgium? I would say, <sighs> dang, that's tough. Uh, the people. <laughs> <laughs> the people in Belgium are overrated. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> the people. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> so why would you say why would you say that though? What what why would you say that? You know, because it's it's not you know, nobody's ever heard of Belgium. It's not like uh it's not a, a household name. And so, you know, you come here and it's like, oh well, you know, it's a great country. It's great people. I mean, they're great people. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm 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 not knocking the people, but they're you know, like I said, just a little just a little cold opening. They're not really they're not really friendly if you don't know them. So if you're a stranger, it's yeah, uh, you gon' you gonna get that bad impression. You know, mm. right right off the rip. But once you get to know them, they're 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 very very nice. They're very very friendly and they're very embracing. All but right. you know, if you don't if they don't know them. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> it's gonna provide yeah. context because you don't think you hate Belgium while you live there. That was a good context. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I like it here, guys. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. What's underrated? What's underrated about Belgium? Uh, honestly, I would say I would say the city. I would say Brussels. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of great cities. Uh, you know, within the country. Um, and it's honestly, it's not just Brussels. You have Antwerp, which is a city where all the diamonds come from. You have uh, you have Bruges, so it's like a little Venice. Uh, you have Hint, which is where they have all the castles, and and uh, you know the last part is the beach. They actually have a beach wow. on the west side of uh, Belgium. Yeah, okay. So they have a uh, beach, the one beach. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a little coast, but I mean the country's small. Like you yeah. can literally get across in about two hours. You can do the whole country in wow, two hours. Wow, that's so. wild. That's wild. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, what is your favorite place in Belgium? To like, just like you know, I'm gonna kick it here for a weekend. What's your favorite place? Um, so, uh, typically, typically it's in Brussels. Um, I like I, I like the city. I like I like that city life. So, um, same here. There's same a here. Area, there's an area in the city. Uh, it's called Matungue, so it's a it's it's like the African part of Belgium. So uh, that's where all the Africans reside. You can go there. You can go to the shops. You can go get some food. You know, go get a haircut. I typically I go there to get my haircut. Uh, nice. I'm learning French, so they uh, so when I go in the shop, I, I try to I try to practice my French. But before, I would just point to pictures and, and hopefully they get it right. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. 
What is all right? So now Belgian food. What is like a yes. what is like your favorite Belgian kind of dish if they have one? What is it? Um, let's see. So I like honestly, I like the Belgian steaks and 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 fries. So every everywhere in Belgium. So fun fact: uh, French fries actually come from Belgium. The only reason they're called French fries is because they're French cut. But they're Belgian. Wow, so. I did not know that. That is a huge fun fact. I'm going to say that next time I'm on a date. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Let them know. Let them know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. But, um, but no, I, I really like I really like the steaks and the fries uh, that they serve. And uh, obviously, it comes with like a salad or something. And then, uh, yeah, you can never go wrong with a Belgian beer. There's, uh, there's over a thousand kinds of beers here. And, uh, you know, I can't complain about any one of them. Wow. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I got to go there. All right. Last question. You have 60, 60 seconds. The floor is yours. What are you looking forward to in your remain, remaining time in Belgium? Um. Well, since it's COVID season, um, I, I was looking forward to the festivals. So um, I've never been... Well, my first festival that I was I went to was in 2019, and uh, actually I was invited by my boss and um, hung out with his his kids and and uh, kids from 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 his uh, from his city, and I had a blast. And this summer I was kind of looking forward to it, but it got canceled. So uh, hopefully it's a next summer thing. Um, I would also say I'm looking forward to uh, improving my French because I'm learning French right now. So, so I can, uh, so I can converse with, uh, with different people, um, improving my Flemish and just, you know, just trying to get the best out of, out of, uh, an experience as an expat in Belgium, uh, you know, with the Belgian people and also, you know, the people throughout Europe as I, as I travel. Hope you enjoyed that episode with Harry. I most definitely did. Um, yeah, I just think it was finally, as you saw it towards the end there, you know, we had a couple laughs talking about dating. I just think it was cool to talk to a guy, for, you know, for it's been a while. <laughs> most of the episodes, as you heard, is, is me talking to myself, you know, as far as, you know, when is a guy's perspective. So it's nice to hear from another another gentleman um, to talk about just, you know, a whole bunch of different things in, re- in regards to that. But yeah. I enjoyed having him on, and yeah, Belgium sounds so dope. Like, I definitely would want to go visit uh, Belgium. But yeah, uh, hope you enjoy. On next week's episode, I will be interviewing Carol, who is living abroad in, wait for it, Kazakhstan. Yes, you heard that right, Kazakhstan. Now, maybe you're like me, and I know nothing about Kazakhstan, so you should definitely check it out. It's a very fun episode. I can't wait uh, to post that uh, next week on Tuesday. But yeah. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, follow me on Spotify, and any of your other favorite streaming platforms. See you next week. This is Eleven Color Abroad. Peace.